I'm David S. Dawson from the Intellectual Podcast, a show that spotlights creatives from all walks of life. Part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other incredibly geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Welcome to episode 211 of Better Podcasting. On this show, we review our listeners' one thing for 2020. In this week's Better Podcasting download, we get shorty. And finally, in this week's Better Podback, we discuss Behringer's reliability. You mean Behringer. Lauren, start the show now. Welcome to Better Podcasting. With a combined history of over a thousand episodes and starting as early as 2008, we are hobby podcasters through and through, just like you. That's why we are different. We minimize the money talk so that you can focus on building a better podcast. Here are the hosts for the show, Stephen John Drew and Stargate Pioneer. Welcome to episode 211 of Better Podcasting. I am Stephen John Drew with my flu shot, and I am pleased to say that SB is here this week. You just got your flu shot? Well, well, congratulations for getting it. You're a little bit behind the schedule because I heard this is an early flu season in the fall of 2019. So just make sure you get your flu shot, people. It's herd immunity. It's herd, not herd like I hear you. It's herd like a bunch of moose. That's a herd, right? No, you're talking about cows, a herd of cattle, and I believe you are calling me cows. That was a fat joke. Thanks, SP. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> when we're not talking about herd immunity, we're here to talk about podcasting. And we like to start this show every week with the thing that we call How I Saved My Podcast. This is where we encourage you to send us a story, something that went wrong with your podcast and how you fixed it. And please send that to podcast at betterpodcasting.com. But when we don't have one of those, Mr. Pioneer here, I think that's his official legal name. He reaches into the internet ether and finds a story that we call How I Could Have Saved My Podcast. But we actually don't have one of those because SB has sort of a how someone kind of saved their podcast story. Go ahead and explain, SP. Well, first of all, my legal name is SP. Please call me SP. And second of all, I received a couple of emails from friends, podcaster friends this week, and we're going to use one of them for a how I saved my podcast story because it legitimately is a how I saved my podcast story. And we will leave this friend anonymous, which we can do with your how I saved my podcast story anytime. But I'm just going to leave this friend anonymous because I haven't talked to the friend about using it on the podcast. So we're just going to go with this right now. I did receive an email from a friend yesterday and basically this friend couldn't remember the login for the domain name for their podcast. What are we talking about here? We're talking about the URL, the www.yourhobbypodcast.com, that sort of thing. He couldn't remember the login for or the domain register that was used to register the actual domain. So luckily, the domain name hadn't expired yet. It's good for a while longer. And they were being proactive about it. So that right there is how I save my podcast story. You see something coming up and you just need to fix it in advance, which is what happened here. We were able to backtrack the date 
of which the domain name was purchased. And that was through conversations that we were having, emails that I was having with this individual. And we were able to backtrack that. And from that, the individual was able to search the database of the email to find out the email used and the domain registrar used. I mean, a domain registrar is like Namecheap or Hover, GoDaddy or something like that. And SP's house of domains. That is not an official business, but I think, yeah, I think we might go there eventually. I don't know. We, we'll see in about 10 years. It was successfully found. The email address, which the account was on, was found, as was the actual service used. So the lesson here is save all your email. I mean, save it. Make sure you don't like the zero email rule, the zero email inbox yeah, you can do that, but make sure that your email was saved somewhere so you can go back and search it at some point in time. Probably want to back it up too, because I've heard horror stories of emails just being deleted from the internet. The other thing that I would recommend here is make sure you use a good password manager diligently. Now I use LastPass. I know there's others out there, but I would recommend a password manager like LastPass Put your username in there, put the password in there, or if you don't want to full up, put the password in there, put a reminder of what the password could be, and just make sure it's there. And make sure you keep the email and the password for the password manager somewhere so that you can get into it later too. So yeah, that is how you can save your podcast or aspects of your podcast. Like in this particular case, it is the website that the podcast is at. If somebody types in yourhobbypodcast.com, they're going to be able to get to wherever you have that pointed to. If you have a WordPress site, if you have a landing page on a podcast host service, if you have some sort of a pointer to a main article about your podcast somewhere, like you get featured in Time Magazine for podcast of the year or something like that, you want to make sure that that gets pointed somewhere and that's how you can save your podcast, right, Stephen? Another example of an email that you'd like to save is if you won something on the iHeart Podcast Awards. Oh, sorry, that'll never happen unless you're an iHeart Podcast. My apologies. Pew, pew, shots fired. But you have to buy your own trophy, though. <laughs> okay, so the other thing that while we're talking about domains that I should just throw in, there is a thing called a who is. Exactly like it sounds. Who is. Do a search for that domain who is. There's one actually on a company called ICANN, which is essentially the glo the body that that regulates uh, a primary amount of domain extensions. Anyways, do a do domain who is search. If you're ever wondering who your domain is with because you're in this situation, the odds are you'll be able to find the information from that and point you in the right direction, especially if you don't have privacy on your domain. But we do encourage you to have privacy on your domain. So if you have a How I Save My Podcast story, get in touch with us through any of the ways, podcast at betterpodcasting.com. But as we've mentioned previously, this next week will be the last week that we record Better Podcasting for 2019. We do a little thing where behind the scenes, we record two episodes, then we take a one-week break in there. So we get the whole Christmas break off. But you guys and girls that are listening only hear a one-week break. So if you like to check out the show, Wednesday, December 18th, 2019 will be the last 2019 recording of Better Podcasting. 
And that will kick off around 7 p.m. Eastern. There'll be a bit of a gap in between, but it's going to kick off about 7 p.m. Eastern if you like to check us out live. So get your How I Save My Podcast story in before then. Otherwise, you're not hearing it until way into 2020. So send that podcast at betterpodcasting.com. SP, this was something that we started last year, and I don't know, maybe it's going to be an annual tradition. We'll see what the people say, see what the listeners and viewers say, but we're definitely doing it again this year because last year after we aired the episode, we had a lot of people who said they were interested and we thought, let's see what happens this year when we do it. This is the episode where we're going to review the listener and viewers goals for 2020. If you haven't done it already, we encourage you to listen back to a previous episode of your podcast, listening from the listener perspective, and decide what is one goal that you would like to give yourself for 2020. Doesn't need to be the thing that's going to shape your podcast or define your podcast for the year, but it's just one thing that you've identified that you think will you can improve on and would help the listeners as well. So pick something out, choose it, and then you can focus on it as you go into 2020. Last year, SP and I had a couple ideas that sort of sparked this whole thing, and we're going to share our 2020 goals towards the end of this segment. But we have some listeners and viewers that did send us in a mix of emails, audio, and video clips. Yes, we do have a full video companion at betterpodcasting.com for this show. And we are going to go through and read them out or play them or show them, whichever category applies to the individual submission. SP, the first one is written, and because we know that you are our resident reader, I will turn it over to you. We received an email quite a few weeks ago from Zachary Webb, who does the series about tech podcasts. And Zach wrote us and he said, venerable, better podcasting host, SJ and SP. The one thing I would like to improve on in 2020 is releasing episodes more frequently and devoting more time to podcasting. This will mean less consumption of podcasts and YouTube so I can create more content myself. Thanks, Zach. And once again, SeriousAboutTech.com. That's with an S, SeriousAboutTech.com. Now, Stephen, you do a couple of podcasts a week, right? I do. I, I do 333, I believe, is the amount that I do a week. So you do two podcasts a week. And <laughs> do you think there is anything that you give up during the week that you could do if you weren't doing one or both podcasts? Absolutely. Uh, there's tons of things that I, I could be doing if I did give up a podcast. Can you name just a, a couple things? Well, I would probably be more moved along with the home repairs that I need to do. You know, I've owned the house for a while now and there's things that fall in fall into the wayside. And so I could get to some of those without dragging my heels. I could install some smart stuff that's been sitting on my desk for a little while. I could even write my love letters to SP that I like to do. So let's keep on doing podcasts <laughs> so you don't do that. I could do things very similarly to you. You know, I had to take a couple of months off of the Gonna Geek podcast to take care of some things around the house earlier this year. I wasn't proud of it, but it's just something that he needed to do that happens when you're doing four podcasts. So I'm even more constrained than you are in terms of the podcast time. 
Another thing that I'd like to do is I would love to spend more time at the lake. I would love to fly my drone more. I would love to play video games. And I can't remember the last time I actually sat down to play a video game. So this is all stuff that I'm giving up in order to podcast. So Zach brings up an important note. If you're going to podcast, you're going to be serious about it. And I know Zach is. You have to prioritize some things. And that's what Zach is saying. He wants to do that better for 2020. And I don't blame him if he loves podcasting. He has fun doing it. And he I know he loves talking about this topic, the tech topic. When a new phone comes out, he loves talking about it. And I'm not just talking about the big flagship Samsung or Apple phones. I'm talking about all the phones. Zach goes just nuts over that. And I know he loves to talk about that sort of stuff. So if he gives up some YouTube videos and if he listens to a little less podcasts, he's able to get his own in. And that's the sort of trade-offs you got to make. And we talked about it before. Don't become too much of a podcast curmudgeon. Don't not consume other content. Don't do things that make you happy outside of podcasting. But if you're going to podcast, it is a time commitment and make sure that you stick to that time commitment in order to get your podcast out consistently so you can grow an audience and you can have a better podcast. There's one thing that I will always say to people who say they want to release more frequently or change their release schedule to be more frequently. And it's a one word question. Why? I think it's important as you start to bark up that tree of creating more content, ask yourself, why do you want to do that? I'm sure Zach has a reason. Uh, like you said, he's very passionate about this stuff. So it doesn't really apply so much to Zach. I'm sure that he's already thought about that. But if your answer to why you want to do it is because you think that your podcast should be more frequent, it's not really a good reason. It, it That's just, I, I want to create content quicker because I think I should create content quicker. You should have more of a reason. Is it going to help grow your audience? Are you going to be able to take your show in another direction? Are you going to be able to offer more with your show? You should have a basis for wanting to create that content more frequently rather than just, I think that I should. So, you know, that's a question I always ask people because, again, it can be very exhausting and you give up a lot of stuff by creating content faster. Thank you very much, Zach, for sending that in. And again, that is Serious About Tech. You can find that at SeriousAboutTech.com. The next one that we've got here is a video clip from who, SB? Oh, this is from, we affectionately call him Waffles on the Get a Geek Network, but you can call him Chris as well. He does the Play Comics podcast, and he sent us in a one thing video clip for 2020. Hey, Steven and SP or SP and Steven. This is Chris from Play Comics. You should know me. Also Waffles from the Discord channel. And I just want to share with you all my goal for 2020. Um, my main thing that I want to do is not have to scramble to find a last minute guest. I've had to do it before. I'm lucky in that I can do it, but I don't really want to do it. I just feel like this show has so many people that want to come on it, that can come on and be a great guest, that I have no excuse to have to say on Friday, hey, I need somebody to record with tonight so that I can edit it tomorrow so that I can have an episode to put out Sunday. I just don't want to have to do that. Um, so the main thing is to do that, I'm going to have to be more organized. I'm going to have to make sure that I have a constant backlog. My ultimate goal is somewhere in the three to five episode range. I feel like that doesn't put me so far ahead where I can still change things if they come up, but it also means I know that I have an episode for the next week. 
And I know that I have an episode for the week after that. Super guaranteed. And, you know, by the nature of three, I, I have one for the week after that. But I can use one and I'm still okay. I don't want to get so far ahead that it's like, you know, I have three or four months of stuff released or recorded for a whole episode. But I don't know. It's it's just that I don't want to go scrambling. I'm planning on starting a couple new shows, one of them being low commitment from me, one of them being I'm going to have to need a lot of stuff from other people. So I know that I'm going to have to have weeks where I don't record for Play Comics, but I have episodes ready to go. And thankfully, I'm getting to the point where people have really grown up with these games and going. One thing that I think will really help is I have gotten myself one of these weekly planners. I'll give you a little peek behind the curtain here. I can sit here and say, hey, this is an episode that I'm recording. I know that that is what is going to get released that day. And I can have somewhere that circled one that I have means at the end of the day, to me, I have one episode that's recorded and then I can edit and go from there. I think as long as I can keep myself above zero, I'm good. Ideally, I want to keep myself again in three to five. But just knowing that I'm not going to have to scramble, I think is going to make this whole thing a whole lot easier. And then I can, you know, maybe edit for an hour or an hour and a half after I get home from work while my wife is busy instead of taking a whole Saturday away from her, which tends to be fine because she tends to do a lot of craft show things where I'm not going to be spending time. But then I can take that Saturday to just go out and look for cool birds. This is a great clip here from Chris because he's admitting almost defeat on what has happened up to date. And I've been monitoring him on the Guinea Geek Discord when he has to come up and say, uh, guys, I just I, I, I can't produce an episode this week. I'm sorry. And he's saying that's to his listeners. Sorry, I, I don't have an episode this week, which has only happened at least once maybe twice this year that I've noticed. So he's been pretty consistent, but he's been consistent because he's been phenomenal at getting that last minute guest onto his show. And why wouldn't you? It's a great topic. You're combining comics and video games. And if you're any sort of person that's interested in either or both, it's actually a fun thing to listen to. And Chris goes in depth into the history of both. And this is just right up my alley. So I really like listening to the show. Unfortunately, I haven't been on the show because I haven't been able to video game as much as everybody else. So it's just one aspect to the show that I can't contribute to. You really need to contribute to that aside. He's saying that he wants to get more organized, that he wants to get three to five episodes in the can so he can release consistently when things do happen. Uh, Steven and I struggle with that because on one hand, you want to stay relevant. And most of our podcasts have some news element to it. So we want to be generally relevant when we're releasing the news. So a week or two delayed, it starts to get really stale. But the stuff that Chris is doing is long-term. He's not really doing news. So he can do three or five, especially since he's established. I think that's okay. And he just doesn't want to scramble. 
The other thing we talked about my checklist before. I don't think we've ever talked about our scheduling calendar before. We've kind of waned from using it on the different podcasts that I'm on, but there are some calendars available to us that we've used in the past. Uh, if you're using a written calendar, that's great. If you want to use a calendar on your cell phone or something that is cloud-based, that's good too. And the other thing, there's two other things I want to say. First of all, your wife does craft shows. My wife has done craft shows. She's actually done crafts and gone to craft shows. We're kind of past that now. It was a great time where we're at it. So I commend you and your wife for doing that. The other thing I want to say, if you like watching birds, that's great. That's an example of an outside activity that you're able to go out and enjoy and get refreshed and not having to worry about podcasting. So all great things, Chris. And I look forward to your one thing in your status reports on how that's going in 2020. I don't have much else to say other than uh, what you said. The only thing that I will add in here right now is that I personally am very jealous that you've been able to continue to do all of this guest podcast for all of these episodes because having guests so routinely, actually having guests at all is always a high stress situation for myself. I can't imagine doing it as much as you do. So pat yourself on the back anyways, but I can understand why you would want to have have a more consistent lineup. Hopefully that would alleviate some of that stress. Thanks for sending this in, Chris. Yeah, thank you very much, Chris. And that was one thing that I wanted to bring up as well is the fact that you have multiple guests or you have a guest every week. I haven't done a podcast like that. I can't imagine the pressure that must bring to make sure you're scheduling somebody to be there every week. That's a lot to go into. And we should... I know we talked about it in the past, but maybe we should talk about it in the future too. just revise what we're talking about. Our next one we're going to play is another video. And this is from, I believe, a first time submitter for anything. I don't think we've gotten an audio or video clip from this individual before. Let's go ahead and play it right now. Hey, better podcasting. This is Jeff, one half of the Toe Business Podcast. He asked for us to submit videos on what we want to do for 2020, what we want to accomplish. Uh, I want to accomplish the most streamlined, efficient editing process I can possibly achieve. Um, we've committed. We're going into our second year with the show, and we've uh, made some lofty commitments as far as a show schedule and production schedule. And I want to figure out what I can use equipment-wise. Right now, you know, I program my mouse for all the hotkeys in my DAW. Uh, it's helped, but using a mouse, it still moves around when I'm trying to click split right here. It tends to move a little bit. So I'm thinking along the lines of a uh, trackball with several buttons on it. Um, but I've also seen things online. Now, some of the editing keyboards that are like $2,500, that's out of the question. But I have seen like these little little knobs and stuff that kind of add on to each other, these little squares, and uh, you can assign a function to every, every one that you add. I'm interested in that. Don't know how much that costs yet. Um, I'm having trouble finding it now that it's scrolled so far down my feed. But uh, anything you can offer as far as help, uh, it would be appreciated. Thank you. Thanks so much for sending that in. Now, before we get to actually commenting on this, for the audio listener, there's the logo that has been placed for the Toe Business Podcast. And I just have to point out the slogan right now. It's phenomenal. 
There's no business like toe business. Way to go. I love it. That's fantastic. And another thing I want to say, Jeff, first of all, thank you very much for sending that in. I love the sticker on top of the SM7B. Some uh-huh. people would say that's desecrating a godlike microphone, but it was pretty cool to see your logo on top of the SM7B that you have and you sound phenomenal as well. If you're going to do video podcasting, you might want to maybe try to peel that off and put another one on the side so it can be seen a little bit better, like a logo or something like that. But it looks great the way it is, especially since you got the Toe Business Podcast logo in the top corner. Now, he's looking for a streamlined, efficient editing process. Took me a long time to learn the keyboard shortcuts to the different programs that I use. I use Audacity and Movie Studio, and I'm still learning some of the shortcuts on Movie Studio. I know a lot of people that work in the CAD business, the computer-aided design business. They have learned with a lot of shortcuts. And then there's another generation that's learned with the multifunction mouse with all the buttons on the mouse. And I know that there's actually editing boards now that you can get and you can edit just like you were cutting tape back in the old days, basically. So really, first of all, whatever you think is going to work for you, you want to start going down that path. And the second thing I would just recommend just from a personal standpoint is the quick keys and the shortcuts on the keyboard. They work best for me. That's how I use it. So if you haven't tried that yet, tried to learn those yet, maybe you might want to because that'll be the least cost out of all of them, but I'm not going to discount the others. So Steven, you're more of a video guy. You've actually got some training out there. What do you think about the different ways to streamline and make it more efficient? Some form of enhanced keyboard is, I think, definitely going to make a difference if your DAW supports it. Uh, One of the things that I want to highlight as sort of a poor man's solution is if you look at some of the shortcuts that can be done on certain DAWs, Sometimes the, quote, keyboard shortcut involves several commands. So if you, if, if it's something like as simple as pushing C to cut, that's one thing. But if there's a way that you end up shortening the process by doing like C, then R, then double clicking, then whatever, you can sometimes uh, bridge this gap poorly by using a keyboard that supports macros. Macros are something that will input a series of commands in a string. And I use that with Magic's Movie Studio. There's a couple key things in there that are really bizarre on how you can um, essentially delete space and things like that. And it's a series of keyboard commands. Well, I've got it programmed with my keyboard where I just simply push one key and it does it all for me. The other thing you might want to look into as well, again, a, a cheaper solution, is see if your DAW supports a MIDI input. Uh, MIDI input is something that a lot of musicians use, but there's MIDI controllers that are like uh, Canadian. I can only speak Canadian prices under hundred bucks, like, you know, 50 to hundred bucks and they come on sale. So if you look at that, that might give you a little bit of that finessing because there are some that will allow you to adjust levels and volumes and things like that on the fly as well. Some of those pads will allow you to do those shortcuts. So take a look to see, best bet is whatever DAW you're using, put in in Google the DAW name and then put in MIDI, M-I-D-I controller and you'll find that the odds are um, if it's an advanced DAW, it might support that and it might be able to save you a few bucks. And then the other thing as well is uh, some DAWs will support the Elgato Stream Deck 
And I know a lot of editors are using that as well. It's essentially a physical console with programmable keys that you can put little pictures or words or whatever. Some people are saying that that's also saving some time. And that's, I don't know, I think like 150 bucks American regular price comes on sale. So those are a few options that are less than 2500 that might save you some uh, time and some keystrokes. Listener Bangs Naughty Bits is in the chat as we're recording this live, and he has recommended Contour Designs Shuttle Pro Mouse and Shuttle Express Mouse. So you might want to look into that. I'm looking online right now, the Shuttle Pro Designs uh, V2. So the, sh- the Contour Design Shuttle Pro V2 is about 100 bucks. The Shuttle Express is about $60, and that's U.S. pricing. So you might want to look into that, see if that's the sort of mouse that you want to go with with your editing. Once again, that might not be how you want to work. You might want to work on the keyboard or one of the options that Stephen mentioned. It really is what interests you and what do you think is going to be most efficient for your work process. The next one we've got is an audio clip. Let's just go ahead and see how many listeners and viewers recognize this voice. Hey, Stephen and SP, and hello, other better podcasting listeners and viewers. I'm submitting an audio because I am technically incompetent when it comes to making good sound with the video, as you have noticed from the previous one thing video that I sent in. I'm sitting here with my Samsung QTU that I love to all whatever that analogy is. And I want to tell you what my one thing is for 2020. First of all, how trippy is it to be entering 2020? If you are in your 30s and 40s, you might feel how I feel that this is futuristic. Where is my spacesuit and why am I not in a flying car? Okay, that's not the point. The point is this. For the past three years, I have been podcasting a lot. I've been producing a lot of content and I still produce a pretty technically basic production, but I'm comfortable with that. So my podcast is not actually going to change in any technical way. What I want to do instead is all of the people that have reached out to me via social media, via email, via all these places online, on the Podbean app where I host the Geopats podcast, I want to get better at communicating with them, not just at the moment that they reach out, but after that. In 2019, I tried a newsletter and I did it very, very badly. December is my time to find a way to combine the audioness of the podcast itself with the newsletter frequency and accountability of knowing who the people are and sending them updates when things are available for them. Knowing who the listeners are and keeping in touch with them on a more regular basis. That's the big one thing I want to do in 2020. Not just once to compile people into one email address or one email area or a newsletter or an audio newsletter or whatever that turns into. Not just that. But going forward, when people reach out to me, when people say something or like something or retweet something, I want to get better at acknowledging them and keeping in touch with them. I know listeners don't say woohoo for every episode we do. Who can? I don't even do that for the podcast that I adore. But they're still listening and they're still participating. And I'd like to 
have more of a touch base, more of a frequent connection, more of a, hey, I know you're still there. I appreciate you kind of thing on a frequent basis. Again, I'm being a little vague because I'm not exactly sure what that's going to turn into. But part of my December is figuring out what I will start trying. And then 2020 will be me trying different ways to do that. I have a feeling it won't be an actual email newsletter like I started in 2019. I'm not really that much into writing anymore, to be quite honest with you. It used to be one of my loves, one of my passions. But once I started podcasting, that all really got swept away. And this this thing, this audio thing that you're listening to right now, oh my gosh, I love this so much more than I ever loved writing. And that's saying a lot. So that's my thing for 2020. I want to have more conversations with the people that have reached out. I want to check in with them occasionally. And I want to figure out how to create spaces that we can all feel comfortable talking to each other. Thank you so much for this question. I I can't wait to hear what everybody else's 2021 thing goal is. And I can't wait to hear who wins this prize. (laughs) FYI, I'll be in Germany by the time you announce the prize. So I hope you have plans for international shipping just in case I am the lucky duck to win the sucker. Thank you so much. I love everything that you do, Stephen and SP. I love so much of what you do. And I, I love the selflessness that you put into your podcasting tips and the community that you create that shows up in that chat room. And I wish you all the best during this holiday season and in 2020. I pod love you guys. That's it. That just got it. It's just got to be said. I pod love you guys and all of the folks that participate in your projects. I really love this community and I'm so excited to be a part of it. And mm, that's not a weird sound thing. That's me sending an audio hug to all y'all. Whatever you celebrate, whatever you do in December and January to welcome winter, the new year, that kind of thing. That hug is for you to fill in the blank with the name of the thing that you celebrate and to have a wonderful, peaceful, loving time. That's a lot of fill in the blanks. So be it. Stephanie Fuccio, Geopets Podcast, signing out from Shanghai, China, where I will be moving from on January 1st. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, there was a development with the location of Stephanie even within that clip. Wow, that is just a whole bunch of bunch of information in that clip. So thank you very much, Stephanie, for sending that. That was fantastic. And a little backstory. There was a, she alluded to it. There was a first clip that was sent to us that unfortunately was not going to work. And uh, yeah, Stephanie's moving. So she didn't think she was going to have time, but she found time to send that. Thanks so much, Stephanie. Really appreciate that. First of all, what the word she was looking for was the Samsung Q2U hype. There's a lot of hype with that microphone. And we are going to hold a giveaway for the microphone to everybody that submitted their one thing, but that'll be next week because we were receiving some of the inputs even as late as today. So we're just going to do that next week. The thing that I want to focus on in her one thing is communicating with the listeners. I've often heard of the fact that you're building your audience one person at a time. So that is the sort of thing that Stephanie is trying to build on. She's trying to build her audience one person at a time and just getting to know her audience one person at a time. I commend that. I really do enjoy the connection part of podcasts. And so does she, obviously, because that's the whole point behind her expat podcast called the Geopats Podcasts, which you can find at stephaniefuccio.com. And I think she's got the right motive here. She just wants to genuinely learn about the people that are part of her community and that listen to her podcast. I think that's a great one thing to have for 2020 for her. 100% agreed.
Let's go to another email submission that we had. SP, who was it? This is Amanda and Garrett from Up to Your Ears, which is a podcast about music theory. It's really co- it has some geeky involvement in it, so it's not just the dry. This is what tone is. This is what range is. I actually have learned a lot of cool things from this. Anyway, she sent an email and Amanda did, so we're going to read it right now. Hi, guys. It's Amanda and Garrett from Up to Your Ears. One thing we'd like to work on regarding our podcast in 2020, we'd like to start including guests on our show every so often. While we think we have a pretty good dynamic as co-hosts, we know tons of experts in the field of music, and we think having them on our show every now and then will benefit both our listeners and the guests themselves. Not to mention, it's going to be a lot of fun for us. Since we're still pretty new to podcasting, having even occasional guests on our show will be a very new experience for us. But we think we're up to the challenge. And thanks to Better Podcasting, we know where to turn if we need any advice. Thanks for all that you guys do to make podcasting fun and approachable. Best wishes, Amanda and Garrett. Well, Amanda and Garrett, that is a very lofty goal indeed. Uh, We have brought in experts in the field of podcasting right here on Better Podcasting. We don't do it every week, but we do it when we think we are providing a niche content for people. We had a couple of people talking about gear earlier on this year. We had Sarah Way Werner talking about the audio drama. I think she would be the premier person to talk about hobby audio drama. And she got into it. Not that she's the only one, but she's been the premier person to do it for a while, a few years now. And we were glad to have her in. I would imagine that in the music field, there'd be a lot of people that you could bring in to really liven up your show. And this could be true for any show. So I think this is this is a good goal for them. I think if you listen to Up to Your Ears, Stephen, you will find a great audio presentation. Their content is really cool. And I think it's very little that they need to actually change with the podcast itself. So bringing on a guest is a great option for 2020 for them. It also adds a little bit of variety every now and then when you bring in a guest occasionally. It just adds something completely new and also in a lot of ways unique because your guest appearance or the person that you have appearing on your show will be a specific guest appearance for your show even if they're covering the same content that they might have on others, depending on how you spin it, how you talk to them, how you ask them questions, what sort of topics you have them cover, it will be unique for your show. So it's it's a really good way to add some uniqueness to your show as well. Thanks for sending that in. Now, our last one that we've got here is another video clip. And this is from Johan from the Burning Rooms podcast. It's going to be exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to showing this clip. Hey, Steven and SP. Hey, first of all, thank you guys for your show. I love it. It's encouraged me and helped me over this past year of learning how to podcast. Uh, so for the one thing I want to improve on for 2020 in the coming year, I want to improve on actually promoting my show. I've, I mean, I've worked really hard on it and I haven't really promoted it. It's got to the point where people are telling me my sound is really good. Uh, compared to other podcasts I've been listened to. So I should be proud of that. And I think I need to promote it a little bit more, whether that's creating uh, audiograms or even posting on social media. Uh, There's a few things I could do to promote my show and even to blatantly tell people, hey, I got this show, you should listen to it. 
So I want to get good at that. I'm not very good at self-promotion, but that's something I want to work on, especially over the holidays coming up. So again, thank you for all you guys do for your show. And I hope you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. That was awesome. And yes, promoting your podcast is a very important part of that uh, to help your listenership grow. You definitely want to make sure that you do that. And there's a lot of really cool tools that are out there now that weren't out five, 10 years ago. So really good time to be trying to promote your show, especially when you pay Stargate Pioneer his finder's fee of $300,000 per episode to literally go across every single podcast community that exists and just spam your podcast. I heard that you pay him $300,000 an episode and he'll do that. Even those communities that say it's illegal to do it and the terms of service will get you booted out. Yeah, sure. It would be worth the 300000 to throw my reputation in the trash over that. One thing I will say, though, that he brought up was he has good audio and he had his listeners comment that he had good audio. I think that's the basis. You don't want to go promoting crap. So you have to make sure you have good audio. You have to make sure you have good content before you start doing that. So if you haven't focused on that yet, I would focus on that. It sounds like he has. Sounds like this is just the natural progression promoting a show. You mentioned audiograms in there. That is a good thing to do. It's going to take some time to do it. We talked about it before. There's a lot of tools that Stephen just mentioned that are here today that weren't around even a year or two ago. So promoting your show is definitely a good goal to have for you for 2020. And thank you so much. The Burning Rooms podcast. I'm going to have to check that one out. Also, for the audio listener, if you did like his sound, I will let you know that he was using the Rode Pod mic. I'm not sure what sort of processing or what recording device or capture method he had, but that was the Rode Pod mic. Let's go on to your and my one thing now, SP. We said we would announce the one thing that we want to work on. And aside, of course, from, you know, giving each other a hug, I think that's our one thing for 2020. I don't know. An audio hug, maybe? Uh, an audio the way hug. that Steph brought in uh -huh. yeah i yep. like the audio hug there my one thing for 2020 is going to be working on my plosives a lot of that is mic placement and i notice as i podcast i tend to lean in to my microphone and it might be because i'm trying to look at my screen and my show notes a little bit better i'm old i do have specifically designed computer glasses so i have to maintain a certain distance away from the monitor in order for them to work if I'm driving, they're really crap. I mean, I can see the dashboard just fine, but I can't see everything else as well as I should. I do see well enough to drive, even without glasses. I see well enough to drive. I passed my driver's test this past year, the visual test this year without glasses. I'm fine with that. But I do notice a difference. I'm very particular about my eyesight because about 15 years ago, I did have PRK surgery. So that is something I'm attuned to. And all this to say, I know that's why I have plosives, because if I stay off the microphone, if I stay a good four to six inches off the microphone, you're not going to hear plosives because I do have a microphone that is designed not to have plosives. And I do have a pop filter on it. It doesn't work if I get too close, though. And I suffer in the editing bay later because I have to go into every popping pee. And I have to take out everything, I believe, below 150 megahertz. I think that's the, the band in there that I'm taking out in order to do that. So that is what I'm going to try to do in 2020. And while I'm discussing this, I noticed about five times that I did this already. I tried in 2019 
to take out so so from what I'm doing in my discussions and my verbiage and what I'm saying, it's not quite there yet. So I still have to work on that. For mine, I am going to be sort of related kind of to last year's, but it's it's new. It's modern. It's a it's an extension of it. And it's about being consistent with my delivery style. And this stems a little bit from here. I talked earlier in the year how listening back to myself on this show, I kind of noticed that I was missing personality. Well, I had worked on this throughout the year here and there, but there's been a couple of times that I've had some very helpful conversations with some individuals, which I want to say thank you very much. You know who you are about sort of my my delivery style on this show and other shows and how it's sort of wavered over the course of the year. And ultimately, I have come to the conclusion that I am me and I should embrace me because through the years, we've gotten various feedback here and there. There's been some low-hanging fruit pot shots that have been taken. And I'd be lying if I didn't say that at some level that did affect me. And I think that that's affected my delivery where I've kind of eased off on the true me. And as such, I've kind of gone back and forth and been a little uncomfortable with what I'm hearing back with my delivery style. And it's affected a few different things. Sometimes I feel like I'm a little more dry. I'm a little more flat. Sometimes I feel like I'm I'm overselling it. Sometimes I just feel like it's just generally not me. And so I want to get back to being me and being my true delivery style and just make that more consistent and regular through the year. I've accepted the fact that people like me or they don't like me. And if you don't like me, then that's, that's you. That's your choice. And so I just want to get my delivery style a little bit more even back to where I was and and not be listening back to episodes, you know, two two times every couple of months being like, oh, what was that, Stephen? That was garbage. So I, I really want to work on that delivery style again, getting back to where I was. You mean, Stephen, you don't want to podcast like you're talking on NPR. <laughs> that was me. That was me. This is all. That's what I was referring to. <laughs> I know, I, I get it. And the way I'm thinking of it is just be yourself. And that is the way that you are going to be able to communicate more effectively. And that is the way people are going to be able to relate to you over time. So I think you've got a good goal for 2020. And I, you know, Stephen has talked to me about this. I'm not one of the people that Stephen has been getting advice from, but we have talked about it and we have talked about it in conjunction with how we're going to make better podcasting and going to geek function better. And we think we've made some corrections to make it better. And a lot of it has to do with Steven just being himself. And I'm glad to see that back. I'm glad to see Steven himself back. Yay. It's, it's really good there. Also, one other thing that I want to add for 2020, Barbara Walters, man, Barbara Walters. We need more Barbara Walters in 2020. <laughs> I see what you did there. So while we are done, the official one thing episode for this year, if you got something you want to say, please email us podcast at betterpodcasting.com because we might sprinkle them out throughout the year just to keep people thinking about this question. Let's go ahead and move on to the Better Podcasting Download. This is the Better Podcasting Download. 
I was perusing the news this past week, and one story caught my attention that would be applicable to hobby podcasters. And that was an article that was posted on the PacificContent.com blog, and it was by Dan Meisner, who's the head of audio audience development from Pacific Content. We've talked about Dan before on the podcast here. And the title of the episode was Podcast Episodes Got Shorter in 2019. We're going to talk a little bit about it and some of the data trends that we've noticed of the raw data set that might get you thinking a little bit about the results. But we're then we're going to talk about the niche specifics that were included in this. Now, this is the second time Dan has done that. He did it in the middle, basically, of 2018. And he came back and he's done it at the end of 2019. And in the meantime, in about just over a year, he's found that the meantime average episode length of all the podcasts, the episodes that were sampled from 2005 through 2019 now have reduced in length. So last year he found that the average overall length was 43 minutes and 24 seconds. It was grabbed from the metadata for more than 10,000 podcast episodes this year, based on a sample of almost 19 million episodes, by the way, I think I said 10,000 episodes before 10 million episodes before on almost 19 million episodes of 18.809 million episodes between June 2005 and November 2019, and it represents a total podcast series or podcast shows, we would call them here, of 637,793 separate podcast series. It is now 41 minutes and 31 seconds. It's almost two minutes shorter than the same length that was calculated last year. One of the things to look at is the total number of episodes almost doubled. So this didn't shorten that much in one year, given the same number of episodes. You're almost doubling the amount of episodes to get that two minute shorter span. And if you look at the overall median episode length, it is now 36 minutes and 34 seconds. A lot of people have pontificated on what is the perfect podcast length. And it really depends on who your audience is, who you're trying to nab and what time of the day that you're trying to nab them. If you're doing a daily news update podcast, you generally want to get them when they're getting ready in the morning or when they're driving to work or maybe a short comedy podcast on the drive home. The average drive time in the United States is well-documented. It's about 20 minutes. If you want to fit in that time span, go ahead. However, if you want to fit somebody that is looking for more in-depth detail that might be able to listen to the podcast on a longer time period or multiple time periods, you can do that. And some of the specific episode categories that were looked at this past time, for instance, video games, it is the longest average per episode at 66.42 minutes. If you go down to running, it is at 54 minutes, 0.06, so 54.06 minutes. If you go down to football, it's 41.98 minutes. And these are categories that are in Apple Podcasts. Alternative health, 34.88 minutes. 
You keep on going down the list, you get to news. And once again, news is more of a daily thing. The average podcast is 26.35 minutes. And the least average per category, language learning. I guess nobody wants to listen to language learning for more than 7.98 minutes, about eight minutes a day or episode. Steven, this is some interesting information saying that podcast episodes are getting shorter. One thing that I want to point out here is maybe the community at large is just getting better at editing their content or creating their content so that the information is getting out, the same information is getting out, but in a little shorter time. What do you think about that pontification right there? Sure, we can go with that. Not the fact that there was a heck of a lot more podcasts that were indexed this year, and that's four minutes is not a big shift when you're considering that there is a much larger sample set. But sure, editing. Yep, let's do that. I mean, it's just <laughs> a pontification right there. A lot of great information included there. We're not big into your podcast has to be a certain length. We're big into whatever the length is that your podcast needs to be. Do that length. Don't go over. Don't bore me. Don't make me want to shut your podcast off. Don't make me want to unsubscribe to your podcast. Make your podcast as long as it needs to be, not a second longer. All right, I'll go with that. Let's go ahead and move on to the Better Podback. This is where we here at Better Podcasting turn the show over to you as we run through some of your feedback. We call this segment Better Podback. All right, better pod back here. This one was a fun discussion over in the Discord server at betterpodcasting.com slash Discord. This all started because of a conversation that somebody was looking to essentially split their output from their Zoom H4n Pro. There's one output on the H4n Pro and they wanted to have multiple. So they were talking about the HA400 it is a headphone amplifier made by Behringer. It is a powered device, so there is power going into it. And SP and I both have experience with it, as well as apparently several people in our Discord server. The poster was asking what the quality was of it. And these are some of the posts and the discussion that we had about it. Mark D said, still use my HA400 regularly to easily switch headphones or IEMs on the fly. I can see that. I basically do that too. My secondary headphone jack comes off of my splitter as well. Yakko Doctor, who's Jeremy from the Transmissions podcast, said, I use one to switch between my headphones and some speakers I have in my office. So yeah, you can switch back and forth. It's not a switcher, by the way. It is a headphones splitter and amplifier. So if you're using it as a switcher, basically what you're doing is you're tuning the volume up and down. And if you want to cut off the speakers, you have to turn it all the way down. If you want to turn up the headphones, you have to turn it up. I would think you'd have more problems if you have the headphones on and then the speakers are on as well. So you got to keep those speakers off. So anyway, Yakko Doctor has also used that. And Ingenious S1 said, I know Behringer gets a bad rap sometimes, but the price was right and the reviews were mostly positive. And then some guy who has a lot of experience using Behringer stuff said, I had one go bad on me, but the other one is still going strong. I have two in my setup. Yeah, that was me. I had two. 
I replaced one that went bad with another one. So I still have two in my setup. And if I had to do it over again, I would get the Mackie one. So Mackie makes one that's similar. It's called the Mackie HM4. And if I was doing it again, I would get the Mackie. But that's just because I've had one Behringer go bad. However, I seem to be the only one in our Discord server, not the only one ever, but the only one in our Discord server who has had one go wrong. Yeah, also, uh, I'll throw in, because I don't actually have my post in here, uh, I used the uh, HA400 myself and had no issues, but did switch over to the HM4 last year, just for no good reason, <laughs> just because. But the HA400 was going strong. Uh, but yeah, I, I know SP had an issue. And lastly, we also had Alaron say, I've had mine over a year and it's doing fine. So overall, pretty positive reviews. Uh, I'll say the Mackie HM4 is a little bit more expensive. Uh, if it follows Mackie quality, you probably might want to consider spending that extra money if it follows Mackie quality. It's a new product. You don't know what's going to happen. It is a headphone amplifier. It is very different than a mixer. We don't know. Time will tell. But a lot of people have success with the HA400, including we both here. SP and I have both had success with it as well. But that's going to take us towards the end of the show. Before we wrap up, let's remind everybody we're part of the Gunna Geek Network. The Gunna Geek Network has a bunch of amazing geeky content on it. You can check that out at gunnageek.com. And while you are taking some holidays this year, make sure you explore one of those episodes from one of the shows over there. And when you do and you find something you like, send them an email. It's my personal ask is send them an email and tell them how much you like that. We're all just a bunch of independent hobby podcasters having fun creating podcasts over on the Gunna Geek Network. SP, this was our penultimate recording session because as I mentioned at the top of the show, next week we'll record two episodes back to back and those are our our gear episodes. So if you look forward to those every year where we talk about some of the gear and other related podcasting purchases that we've made, try to explain them to ourselves so that we're prepared when our wives see the financial statement at the end of the year. You can go along that ride with us in the following two episodes where we're going to talk all about our gear purchased in 2019. I'm looking forward to it. A lot of people say they're, it's their most fun episodes, their favorite episodes of ours over the year. So we're going to do it again. We're going to bring it back one more time for 2019. And we're actually going to do it back to back. Like we're going to be sitting literally back to back. Steven's going to be right behind the curtain here. And I'm going to be on the other side of the curtain. And we're going to bring his backdrop to my house. That's what's going to happen here. And we're going to do that. Not true. But for episode number 211 of Better Podcasting, I'm Stephen John Drew saying 2019, it's almost over. I can't believe it. And I'm SP saying 2020, Barbara Walters, we're almost there. We're almost there. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of Better Podcasting. You can find the full back catalog of Better Podcasting at betterpodcasting.com. If you're into geeky podcasts, please check out the other podcasts on the Gunna Geek Network at gunnageeknetwork.com. This show was produced and edited by Stephen John Drew of Gunna Geek Productions. Voice work was done by L.W. Salinas. 
Thanks again for listening or watching, and we hope to see you again next week.